This is the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast, where divorce coach Corey Shapiro helps you get creative and not reactive in your divorce. Tune in now to get the support you need to make it through this difficult time. Here's your divorce coach, Corey Shapiro. Welcome to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast. This is Corey Shapiro. I'm recording this podcast right after New Year's. Such a nice holiday this year because we had three-day weekend and really got to relax. And we, we saw uh, Beyonce, that movie, her concert film, the documentary, uh, such an amazing movie. What a performer. If you haven't seen it, go now. I mean, now. Well, if you're still here, that's because we have to get down to business uh, and that's what this podcast is all about, about getting divorced. And today's topic is getting a divorce attorney, hiring a divorce attorney. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a scary topic because a lot of people haven't hired, uh, divorce attorneys. Maybe if they did hire a divorce attorney, it's for a real estate transaction, nothing contested, maybe nothing really on the line. You got custody issues. You got financial issues. That's what we're dealing with today. And we start our podcast in the usual tradition by having a quote, and we're going to have a quote from Beyonce. And it goes like this. Anything that's repressed or in my subconscious, I allow to come out when I'm on the stage. And you know, I'm not really responsible for that person, but I do come back. I always come back. That quote reminded us of what we're doing here in the podcast, sometimes, you know, people lose their mind in their divorce. That's why I wrote my book, Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind, which you can read on Amazon or listen on Audible or Spotify if you prefer to do so. Um, so that's and, and what this podcast is all about. We have to learn some techniques when we're so stressed, when we're so uh, triggered to help us do those tough times. And uh, unfortunately, unlike Beyonce, we have to take responsibility for what we do in these divorce actions, especially if they get contested, especially when they're going to use everything against you. So that's what we're doing here on this podcast. So let's move on from talking about Beyonce. Sorry, Beyonce, never moving on from you, listening to Renaissance all the time. Uh, but, but seriously, we do have to move on because I want to get to our questions from Amir. And if you want to ask a question for this podcast, go to question.gettingdivorced.org and I may answer your question on a future episode of the podcast. So Amir's question goes like this. My wife served me with divorce papers. I want to go to mediation. Do I still need a divorce attorney? Well, Amir, that question can be answered on a few levels. Let's do the most practical level. There's some logistics, some things you have to do in a divorce. And that's one of them is when you're served, when you're personally served with divorce papers, in most jurisdictions, that starts a clock. And every jurisdiction is a little different. It could be 20, 30, 45 days. Everyone's a little different. But if you don't appear in that divorce action, uh, your spouse can take a default, a default divorce. Uh, which may not be bad if you have nothing to fight about. There's no children issues. There's no, you know, you don't have any children. You have no assets. All you want is a divorce and fine. 
maybe that's okay. But if there's anything substantive that you need the court to do, and you're not going to agree with the position of your spouse, then you have to appear. Okay. And um, make sure you get what you want, or at least try to get what you want. Right. So you want to do that, don't you, Amir? So please first deal with logistics uh, and talk to an attorney about that to make sure or talk to the court to make sure that you are properly represented in that uh, divorce action. Okay. Another layer, another layer is messaging. When someone serves you in a divorce action, that sends a strong message. That's an aggressive move. They could have just sent an email. They could have just sent a letter and maybe Amir, I'm looking right at you. Maybe they did. I don't know if you're the difficult one or your spouse is, but if they already sent you a letter and an email, then yes, you forced their hand and they have to serve you. On the other hand, if this is out of the blue, then your spouse may be sending an aggressive message because why don't they just send an email or a letter? What's going on? All right. Now you're forced, it seems, to, to at least talk to some attorneys. And while you're in this process, uh, you're going to see out there that some attorneys do free consultations. And I put free in quotes because there is no free lunch or paid consultations. And I don't want to discount paid consultation just because there's a price, because there is always a price. And my concern is not every attorney, but my concern is if it's free, maybe it's really just a sales call. You want to get good information. And if you pay for a consultation, hopefully you'll get some good value. All right. So that's one. Another thing to think about, Amir, is when you're researching attorneys, think of attorneys like uh, sort of like a tools. You know, do you need a multi-purpose tool to do different things like maybe be mediation friendly, but also be someone who can go to court and, you know, do what, what's called the hand grenade approach, you know, the handshake approach in court. I mean, excuse me, a handshake approach in mediation, the hand grenade approach in court. That's multi-purpose. Do you need someone who's just more comfortable in that handshake approach? Someone who is just doesn't even go to court, does collaborative divorce, does mediation. That's what they do. Or do you need someone who is focused only on court? You know, a real shark, a real heavy hitter. They only go to court. So it depends. And the concern I have is you don't necessarily know what you need in the beginning. You know, you don't want to throw good money after bad. So you don't necessarily know, but you have to be, you want to be safe. You want to protect your interests. If you are considering uh, someone who is more mediation friendly, you said, you know, I just want to go to mediation. I know I was served. Why can't we just go to mediation? Make sure that the attorney you hire is mediation friendly. You do that by finding out their training. You know, I had a recent divorce in my day job as a divorce attorney where the opposing counsel said, yeah, I'm mediation friendly. But then I asked them, well, when was your last training? And they said 20 years ago. You know, without anything more, unless they're giving conferences, unless they're in, you know, going to these conferences and regular organizations and doing a lot of mediations, they're not really in that field. They might dabble in it. And I don't know what level of experience you need of an attorney 
to uh, for this for this divorce. You know, if you need someone who's just a dabbler in mediation or someone who's really deep in it. Um, which reminds me, let's think a little deeper here, uh, Amir, and just think about something that this something happens in your in your question, which is so interesting because we don't know. We're in the dark. We don't know really what's going on. And that's why I wrote my book to give a, another side of what's really happening. And I'm not saying this is, is happening, Amir. I don't necessarily know, but let's just take a different take on this. So let's say the serving was not motivating, motivated by your spouse. It was motivated by the attorney. Let's say your spouse hired a more aggressive attorney, quote unquote aggressive, and they convinced your spouse that the only option was to serve you, not to send an email, not to send a letter, to send a message. Maybe the reason they're sending that message is so you will then hire an equivalent, quote unquote, aggressive attorney, and then things ramp up. Then you're in court. Now you're spending a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy. But before you, you know, take that bait, maybe what you can do, is, and you might have done this, but if you haven't, and you might be so pissed and you can't believe what's going on, but stay with me, Amir. Maybe send an email, very neutral. Any emails you send, pretend the court's going to read them. And just saying, hey, you know, I, I want to try to resolve, resolve the divorce in an amicable way. And I'm, I'm wondering if you were open to go into mediation. You know, I just was served and I don't necessarily see a reason to go to court. Is that something you're open to? And if you get the other person to go to a mediator, especially a good mediator, boom, you can save yourself so much time, so much energy uh, and resolve your divorce. Obviously, Amir, not every case can be, resolved the mediation and there's a lot of mediators who are probably not you know not really good at their job uh, my little side point is i would not ever pay a mediator or an attorney any large sums of money if they ask for a retainer a lot of uh, mediators just do like a therapist model where you can pay per time but not like a like a, a normal attorney where you pay a advanced deposit or retainer if you do have to pay a retainer just make sure you get your money back and find out how they bill because you just don't want to waste money unnecessarily in mediation. All right. So that's wrapping up our question. Thank you so much, Amir. Next week, we are dealing with the 24 hour pause for people new to getting divorced without losing your mind. This is the principle, a, you know, a grounding principle really was the first thing that I learned that really changed how I thought about these divorces because so much happens, so much destructiveness happens when we're in that reactive mode. So I'm going to answer a question about that pause. And let me just be real with you. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. The first time you do a 24 hour pause, when you're used to just responding immediately it's hard. Now, I've been doing this now, I would say over a decade using these techniques, and it's still hard, but it's less hard. And after maybe 20, 30 minutes, I move on. Think of it like a cloud, a dark cloud that just passing by, but we're not attaching to a storm. Just passes by. Oh, it's like when I was playing tennis down in, in Florida, we would have these rain showers. I was like, oh, the day's canceled. But literally, it would rain for 20 minutes and then back on the courts. 
That's what I want you to think of on the 24-hour pause. Yeah, there's going to be a cloud, but then there's going to be sun. And the sun is the long game, is moving to your post-divorce goals. All right, so let's wrap this episode up here. Thank you all so much for listening. As we start season four, can't believe I've been doing this now for four years, but I guess I'll be saying that uh, I can't believe I've been practicing uh, over 20 years. This is actually my 11th year uh, starting my firm. Actually, today is my 11th year anniversary, and I do remember starting my firm, my own firm, back in 2013, and that was a real journey. So this is a journey we are on together to evolve, to help us get better, to, oh, you guessed it, be more creative, not reactive. Thank you for tuning in to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast with divorce coach Corey Shapiro. Divorce can be a difficult and overwhelming process, but it doesn't have to be. Corey's book, Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind, is here to help you gain clarity, composure, and a strategic mindset. Get it now as an ebook on Amazon or an audiobook on Audible and unlock the power of these resources to make more informed decisions and gain better understanding of the process. This podcast offers general information only. It cannot replace legal advice. If you need tailored advice, contact an attorney licensed to practice in your area. 